Welcome to Ministry in Motion, a program where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. I'm Derek Morris, and the program today is something I feel passionate about, comprehensive health ministry. And our guests, Dr. Alan Handysides and Dr. Peter Landless, thanks so much for being with us today. Now this topic, I'm passionate about it because I actually live with someone who's passionate about health ministry. But uh, Alan, maybe you can begin by telling us what you do and why comprehensive health ministry is so important to you. Well, comprehensive, the word comprehensive means it is uh, all-encompassing. It encompasses very many aspects of, of health ministry. As a clinician, I was trained in a hospital setting uh, and a private practice so that one tended to deal with disease. <clears throat> but health is far more than the care of disease. So when we talk about comprehensive, we're caring for the whole person. Will Alexander of Loma Linda University was the pioneer in pushing forward this concept that we should treat the whole person. Doesn't matter whether we come with a toothache, it's not a toothache that you're treating, you're treating a person. And so that has permeated uh, the mentality of many Adventist physicians and we would like to see this permeate into the pastoral ministry too because you as a pastor in a church are involved with the health, not just spiritual health, but the total health of your congregants. Now you trained as a, a physician, specialized as an obstetrician, but you have been doing something other than just practicing medicine. What's your current position? Uh, Currently in? I'm the health ministry's director for the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. And in that role, I bring the uh, background of, of, of medicine, but we now are in the role of applying this into the church so that we see the congregation as a vital uh, power for the health in their communities. In fact, we've been saying every church ought to be a center for, a community center for health. And when we say that, we are uh, really taking off 78% of churches, not just Seventh-day Adventist churches, but 78% of churches in North America have some form of health ministry or other. And we encourage that among our own membership. Peter, you've, you've got a unique background that gives you a passion for both health and ministry. Tell us about your history and why you're so passionate about a comprehensive health ministry. Well, basically, I too am a clinician, trained as a family practitioner, internist, cardiology. And um, apart from that, having worked in academic and private practice and mission practice, I've had the joy of pastoring a church for 15 years, one of them, uh, either being the senior pastor, associate pastor uh, over that time. And it helped me understand how crucial it is for us to have this, not only the wording, comprehensive health or blended health ministry between <coughs> pastors, health professionals, but to actually practice it. And you know, we had the joy of working together, a, a pastor colleague and myself and our church elders in implementing total health, not just spiritual, not just physical, but the blending of all of those aspects. And it worked extremely well. We're going to talk about some important principles in the second part of our program, but let, let's talk, you, you mentioned physical, but it's not just physical. When we think of comprehensive, what, what's involved? The, the whole person? Well, none of us is, is just a physical being. 
we have thoughts, we have emotions, we have relationships, for instance, in the family, in the community. Uh, we have uh, social dependencies uh, that, that we do. And of course, we have a spiritual nature that is very, very important to recognize. One of the missing ingredients in modern society is this vacuum for spirituality. It's being filled with all kinds of uh, philosophy, but there is not a relationship to the power that heals. And that power that heals is found in Jesus. And so we feel that uh, we would like to see this in a comprehensive approach, not only to the individual, but a comprehensive way that we work with you uh, as pastors, because as one of the leading pastors in the Seventh-day Adventist Church, you lead our pastors. And we feel that if we can put together the healing ministry and the pastoral ministry, along with many other types of ministry, we can blend those, we will then have a much more sound platform from which to talk about wholeness of the individual. You know, it's interesting, I was just reading the words of Jesus, just in case someone thinks you made up this idea of health and, and uh, sharing the gospel going together. But Jesus, when he sent out the 12, he said, Proclaim the kingdom of heaven is at hand, but also heal the sick. Yes. And, yes. and I, I like it, the comment, perhaps some have heard it, where he said, freely you've received, freely give. Freely freely give. give. Yes. So it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's an amazing privilege, really, to, to share the wholeness that we have found. Now, where do we begin? You talked about an experience you had, Peter, in a local church where you were working together um, how do you get something like this started? You have to be intentional. It yeah. doesn't just happen. Yeah. And the intentionality, if I may use that phrase or word, has to be from both sides. Um, sometimes health professionals can be a little arrogant. Only sometimes. <laughs> and they come into a situation of a, a local church where they are accepted in a community. Uh, often health professionals are fairly well healed. Uh, they have uh, certain respect in the community. And they come in at an advantage sometime to the local pastor. The local pastor, on the other hand, needs to also be willing to reach out and embrace not only the abilities that the health professionals may bring to the congregation, but the person themselves. Most health professionals are longing to be of service to the God they love. Mm. And they need to find that niche. They need to be accepted because they have their best way of living in sharing. Mm -hmm. So if it's intentional from both sides, intentional of the pastor, including the health professional, the health professional being willing to be included, it's a win-win situation. They have to plan it though. So an important principle first then is a, a recognition that, that we come together. We Absolutely. bring different uh, resources, different gifts. Right. Uh, and we come with a spirit of humility. Absolutely. That's so very important. And, and, and I would speak not to the pastors, but towards the medical profession and the health, and, and the health profession. Sometimes we are, are arrogant, yeah. as you have said. Yeah. We, we, we feel that we are entitled by reason of our knowledge. We, we do have uh, 
extensive education, but also because of our financial backing. We sometimes feel that we really ought to be heard more than we deserve. We'll come back after the break and talk more. If we come with a spirit of humility, a willingness to work together, let's see what God can do. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, Comprehensive Health Ministry. Our guests, Dr. Alan Handysides, Dr. Peter Landless, welcome. We learned something in the first part of our program about coming with a spirit of humility, both the healthcare professional and the church leader, whether a pastor or a lay leader. God's going to do something amazing. Mm -hmm. and we're, we're entering into a, uh, a ministry that could impact not only the local church, but the entire community. Yeah. So sure. let's talk about what we need to know in terms of principles. We, we come with a spirit of humility. What else do we need to remember? Well, I think we need to remember that the church, whatever kind of church, is representative of the community in which it lives. It's represented both by its membership and it's also represented usually by its talents. And so this microcosm of the community can with intentionality and with the leadership of the pastor who is the enabler, the one that actually empowers these type of ministries, uh, can reach through the community and permeate it. I'll give you an example. There's a small town in Texas called Keene. When we study the health of that town, the health of the town uh, on most of the indicators that are used is superior to that of similar sized towns in Texas. Why is that so? Because there is a powerful presence of a denomination that is involved in health ministry. And because that denomination is intentionally spreading a message of health in the community, the community, whether they actually in, you know, intentionally choose to do so or not, actually finds their health improved. So I think it begins, as Peter said, with intentionality. I think it begins with the leadership of the pastor who uses his mandate of leadership, his mantle of leadership, and brings in everyone to the circle to, to use health ministry as one of the very important ministries that he is uh, leading out in in his church. You know, at a recent uh, health training event, I, I met a pastor who had lost, I think he said 80 pounds. He was a very tall gentleman, so, but, but he was so excited, Peter, because it was changing his life. You, you're touching on a very key issue, not only for the pastor, but for the health professionals as well, <clears throat> to work together, but to model together. People lead so much, or they follow so much better when people are leading by example. To continue the leadership, so by losing 80 pounds in weight, wow, that's a huge achievement. And can you imagine how the church members feel when they see their pastor? Well, they love their pastor. They, yes. want, the, they yes. want their pastor to be healthy. Absolutely. But he then gives them a challenge. He says, you know, I've done it with the Lord's help. You can do it. And it kind of leaves them without an excuse, which is a wonderful thing to have. You know, it's one other thing I noticed uh, in the blessed time that I had in Orlando at Forest Lake Church is uh, rather than 
can I say, putting on a health program for the community, uh, accepting that there's a ministry to happen within In the, the church. Within the church. In fact, when church members participate, whether it's a fitness program or a depression recovery program or whatever it might be, there's then that firsthand experience that causes them to become what would you say, advocates? Witnesses. Yes. Witnesses. That's a good word, witness. Yes. You know, there, there is in this, though, something that I'm finding very interesting. Sometimes the pastor only feels that he can engage in a health ministry when he's lost the 80 pounds. But what about when he still had the 80 pounds right. wobbling on his belly? You know, I think in health ministry, we have to realize that it's not perfect people. Right that are doing the ministering. And I think that we, we help ourselves by engaging in health ministry, even though we may not be paragons of health. And, and, and I sometimes uh, wonder whether there are so many ministers and pastors out there who know that they're overweight, who know perhaps that they're not exercising sufficiently, right. who know that they shouldn't be eating that donut every day, but they like it. And so they, they feel, well, I can't engage in health ministry. But, you know, to actually get on the road and view it as a grace-filled ministry yes. rather than a ministry of do's and don'ts. Right. To fill your life with compassion and care and, and, and a real desire to, to help people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can do that wherever you are on this spectrum of health, and you will benefit yourself as you try and help others. Uh, that comes back, I think, to that spirit of humility. Yeah. Uh, not saying, as you said, I'm perfect, look, at, look how great I am, yeah. no. but actually, this is important for me too. Yes. Yeah. What are some other principles that would be important in, in, in getting a vibrant health ministry going mm. in a local church? There needs to be a shared vision. And I think it's very importantly that is informed by the needs of the church and the community. So how do I found, find out, Peter? Uh, do I guess or how do I find <laughs> out what the needs are? Yes. Well, if, you, if, if one is privileged to have, when I say privileged, I mean that seriously, health professionals in the congregation, they're often very au fait with what is happening in that community. They'll be seeing it at their clinic, uh, in the hospital they serve in. They'll be seeing the spectrum of problems and conditions. Then we come to another component which is present in every community, the issue of addictions, the, the issue of tobacco uh, addiction, alcohol, drugs, all of those issues uh, are facing many, many communities. And even governments, and maybe especially governments, are calling on faith-based organizations to get involved with these needs. Mm. Then look at the spreading pandemic of obesity and junk foods. We've touched on that. Mm -hmm. but. A church can get into the community with a cooking school, teaching good nutrition, showing how it's done, getting active, running, um, having walk, walking clubs, running from the church as yes. it were. All of those things infiltrate, work into the community and make tremendous differences. You know, I heard about a uh, kind of a health uh, exercise program uh, that people would meet Sunday morning and they would go for 20 minutes. Yeah. And some would walk slow, some would walk fast, some would jog, some would run, some would ride bikes. But if they all went out 20 minutes and then turned around, they'd all be back at the same, same time. time. So they'd begin with a worship time, stretching, just kind of fellowshipping, and then they'd kind of form little clusters. Yeah. But every person could go at his or her own rate. Exactly. And yet everyone was, uh, I guess we would all be winners. 
if we're getting some exercise. In, in your example, there's the beautiful uh, thing that everybody can participate to the extent of their ability. And yet nobody is going to be uh, concerned about how far they went or how, because they're all going to do the same time. Right. So they're all going to come back to the church together and the, the experience will be shared, but it's been a happy experience. It was 20 minutes worth of experience. And celebrate together. And after the break, I'm happy that our guests not only have some good principles, but actually some resources that could help you to have a comprehensive health ministry in your local community. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, comprehensive health ministry. How God can bless your congregation to bless your community, but you know it's going to bless your life too. Our guest, Dr. Alan Handysides, Dr. Peter Landless, so good to have you with us. We've looked at some important principles, that spirit of humility, uh, that, that coming together and, and, and reaching a common goal. Other principles that are important so that we don't maybe go down the wrong road when we think about health ministry. Yes. I'm glad that you asked this question. We, as the Seventh-day Adventist Church, have a certain policies that we promote in regard to our health ministry. We say, first of all, it should be in line with the Bible because we're a Christian-based, Bible-believing group of people and we w will not want to follow any practices that would be contrary to the Word of God. So if someone said, bow down to this idol and burn some incense and you'll feel better, it, yes, that, we wouldn't do that we would because it contradicts that. Scripture. Exactly, yes. And, and, and if, you know, just for instance, we wouldn't be eating foods that, they, that were offered to idols the way the, the, uh, the early church uh, spoke against that. So the Bible guides us. The what Bible, else will help us? The Bible guides uh, Seventh-day Adventists. We also believe in the uh, tradition of our church. Ellen White, as you know, was a great uh, ad advocate of health ministry and we look, take very carefully the uh, experiences that she had and the things that she wrote about health as, as a guide. And then thirdly, which is probably a guard today against all kinds of strange practices is that we look for the evidence base because if we look over the history of health and healing, unfortunately practitioners of this, this, these arts and sciences have sometimes strayed away into very uh, peculiar things. And the only way we can with integrity and with uh, honesty apply a principle is to say that to the greatest extent of the knowledge available, uh, this is a good and regular uh, type of practice. Now that's not easy for lay people uh, to always understand. And that's why we think health professionals help with are that. helpful in deciding that. But Peter, you've done a lot of work on the, on the, the, the various um, aspects of what makes something uh, have an adequate evidence base. You know, there is so much to this and, and to help people to understand why would one adopt a certain health intervention, a certain health practice, it needs to be proven, it needs to be ethically done, it needs to be applicable across the board, not only working here in Silver Spring, but it should work in Calcutta. Yes. And uh, so if someone's got diabetes, you want to put in interventions that work across the board. Uh, interventions which don't do harm. 
we should never do harm. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to segue, if I may, on that as well. We sometimes tend to neglect mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, Back to the idea of comprehensive. Yes, yes comprehensive. And mm -hmm. also we need to look at the issues of stigma. Mm -hmm. Stigma is a huge issue. You know, you, you, I had a piece of my finger removed by a landmine. I'm not ashamed of that. But if I have a problem with depression, then I don't want anybody to know about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, we need to, in our churches, have a much more open understanding way of dealing with that. And again, to come back to the treatment of those conditions, they also need to be evidence-based. They need to be straight down the line interventions which can be practiced. By you know, I'm thinking of a, a proverb. It says, listen to counsel, receive instruction that you may be wise. Exactly. Yes. So we need that. Let's talk in the last few minutes about resources. People might be saying, this is important. God wants me to bless my community uh, and, and be blessed in the process. What are some resources? Peter, I, I noticed you have a colorful resource manual. Do. Tell us I'm, about it. I'm gonna give it to Alan, but I wanna to, want to share with you one, another resource which, which people can look to right away. It's called Positive Choices. It's a website. It's I'm a website, positivechoices.com. Positive and they're gonna be able to link to it from Ministry in Motion website soon. Uh, this has a daily health message on it, talks about many health interventions, but importantly, People can go to this website, download a health letter which they can use in their church, custom built for their church. It says printed for the Forest Lake Church or the Spencerville Church or whatever, Orange Grove Church. And members get it once a month free of charge. And do you know I visited that website? You and did? There's some wonderful information. And believe it or not, my wife actually used that newsletter. So I know yes. it works. Good. You can, you can, so Positive Choices, we'll positive have that choices. on our website, ministryemotion.tv. You can link to that positivechoices.com. What about the book, uh, Dr. Well, Hannesine? the book, the book is, you know, when we look at health, so, so many people look at health as though it's something that we engender or that we develop in our own lives. And we have felt for a long time, it's important for people to realize that health is a gift Something to celebrate. Something to celebrate. Celebrations. Yeah, is the health name of the is book. a gift from God, and our role in health is merely to be good stewards of what He's given us. And so this book—it's an acronym. It outlines how you can live life to the fullest. Now this is a great book, because it wasn't designed by us. It was designed by professionals. And look at the pictures in in, in this book as you go through it. It's the sort of book that we'd love to see in every doctor's office, where they could, uh, you know, just leave it for the patients to go through, look at the, look at the different pictures. It's a, it's a coffee table book for the doctor's office. It's useful for pastors to give away perhaps as gifts to the people who are shut in or sick or something like that. And it goes through every one of the letters, choices, exercise, the importance of liquids, the environment, the importance of belief. Temperance uh, and fresh air, rest. Uh, rest, the importance integrity. of integrity, optimism. How can people get the book? Well, they can have this book. You know, we have go to our website. Uh, you can go to the and website. We'll link to your and website. We link to this That's website, right. and we can uh, make this available. This book, uh, you know, would cost about thirty-five dollars, I would think, in the regular bookstore. We are willing to give it a cost. So if people want to find out, maybe there's someone watching a, a local church leader, they can go to ministryemotion.tv. Yep. Mm -hmm. We'll link through to Adventist 
I would link you. The, What's your, our website is in the process of being rebuilt. Okay. So I would link to positivechoices.com. But you can certainly write down our website, ministryofmotion.tv. The book is called Celebrations, and the goal is comprehensive health ministry that can bless your life personally, bless your church, and bless your community. What Dr. Do you Alan Handysides and Dr. Peter Landless, we're going to have to have you back as guests because there's so much more we could learn. But thanks for being with us today. Thank you. And thank you for being with us. If you would like to be learning more about comprehensive health ministry, check out our website, ministryofmotion.tv. We'll link you to positivechoices.com. You can gain resources. There's training events that will be listed there. So much you can learn, not only to bless your life, to bless your church, but to bless your community in the name of Jesus. Thanks for joining us for Ministry in Motion today. May God bless you and use you to be a blessing to those around you.